Activate your personal shielding gear straight to level 3, because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. In this episode, we're going over how to win heroes versus villains with our special guest, YC-1000. Let's get started. So, um, over this episode, I just wanted to talk about how we can win heroes versus villains and just some of the basic stuff about uh, how to win on the new um, DLC with um, Greedo, uh, Nyan, Noob, and all the rest of the characters. Okay. Uh, what do you think about the new hero and villain? Eh, I was a little unimpressed with the choices, honestly. It, they did work out, but they are kind of obscure characters. I mean, Greedo dies right when he gets on the screen. Yeah, good point. But um, uh, a really good hand that I would definitely recommend for uh, using, I would do uh, Jetpack or Jump Pack. Uh, on the middle, I would do Explosive Shot to deal the extra damage to the heroes. And on the right, I would either use a grenade or a di- like a regular grenade or a Dioxys grenade. Yeah, that would definitely help, especially getting extra damage while he's just standing there. Yeah, like I've just snuck up behind him and just pop that, and then you can just wail on him from behind. Now, what gun would you suggest using? I'm I'm a fan of the DL-18. You know, I was listening to your last episode. I listened to your last episode, and they were and you actually can't hold it down. I tested that. You have to pull it every time. Yeah, actually, I yeah, which- I noticed that mistake too. I was like, yeah. Sam actually corrected me. I was like, this gun is pretty fast. And he's like, but you can't hold it down. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, so it like, is, it's it's cool. It can deal a ton of damage, but it, you can't hold it down. Yeah, that's that's weird that both of the weapons and the DLC you can't hold down. Yeah, like, I, I really don't like any of the new weapons in the DLC. I stick with the ones from the original game. Yeah, so the it was the 19X, the DLT 19X, and then the... The Rodian, yeah, DL eighteen. The Rodian, and then the, the Relby. I don't. I'm not a fan of the DT twelve at all. Yeah, and I don't like the Relby either. The Relby, no, not at all. So, what gun do you suggest using with this setup? The AC one eighty, I believe. AC one eighty C or A two eighty C. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I like that weapon. It does pretty good both long range and close range. Yeah, so like, uh, and the hero, just normally all around, like on most maps, I'll go with Luke, but then if it's going to be a map where I'm going to like camp or something, I'll normally pick um, Nyan. I don't know his last name. We we pronounce it numb. Okay. That's how I've heard everyone else pronounce it. But it's really weird because... I see a lot of people spelling it N-U-M-B instead of N-B, and that just throws people off the N and there. Yeah, but Luke, uh, like in the Sora Sub um, refinery, Luke is amazing because you can just make him go into those hallways, and then he can destroy. Yeah, he is super good in the hallway situations. Yeah, he can just saber rush a ton of people. What what do you think about the nerfs that they did to him? Did you like the where they nerfed his speed and then buffed um, his strength? Yeah, kind of. He was I I kind of liked the speed better cuz he could escape from quick situations, but I'm honestly fine with it. 
Yeah, well, according to the movies, he doesn't really speed up that much, like in the game at all. So I can see why they did that. Yeah, I don't know where the I don't know where the speed's coming from, but I personally love it because you can just run around. But it's not he's not as great as he was before. Yeah, no, I think. What do you think if you're on the villain side? Which one do you would you pick? Well, I'll go with Darth because I kind of know what I'm doing with lightsabers. But if I'm not, I'll go with Greedo. Just anybody but Boba Fett, honestly. <laughs> I, I've seen a lot of people not use Boba Fett ever since those buffs that they were that he gave him. Yeah, he used to be amazing because he had the lock-on rocket, and then they removed that, and now he's horrible. Yeah, I don't see why they actually nerfed the lock-on rocket. They really need that now. So, like, Darth Vader is very, very good, but... Like with the choke, but one thing I really don't like about him is like after you choke, you can't do anything for like twenty seconds. Like he just like well not twenty like three. You just like freeze just choking him. Yeah, I don't really I don't like how they made it to where every single time you get hit you freeze. That yeah, that's terrible. I hate that. I mean, if I was getting shot with a weapon in real life, I would be moving as much as possible. If they hit me, I'd be dodging out of the way. Yeah, totally. Instead of just, like, freezing there and just, like, standing. Especially if I had a lightsaber. I mean, I wouldn't let anybody stand in my way if I had a lightsaber. Yeah, great, great point. Uh, what is your favorite but, star card hand? Um, well, I love uh, personal shield. Normally, but if I'm not gonna use personal shield, I'll use the um, I'll use the the explosive shot, jump pack, and some kind of damage dealing weapon. Yes, I know we've been playing with the CA80 CA87 a lot. What do you think about that weapon? Mm, yeah, on Jabba's palace, that's amazing. But on like huge maps, it's not great. Yeah. It also, like, it takes forever to cool down. Yeah. what well, I've been uh, working on a video for a DLT-19 comparison, and the DLT-19X is just terrible at cooldowns. I mean, one shot and you're yeah. And Yeah. And you have to headshot to get the kill unless you're close. Yeah. Which is, it's good in certain situations, but close range, you are dead if they get to you. Yeah, because you just shoot it, and if you miss, you just have to go through the whole cooldown process again. I've seen some bugs with Heroes vs. Villains. Have you experienced any bugs with Heroes vs. Villains? I haven't. My system has been great, and I haven't really experienced anything, really. But I have experienced once I was Darth. I ran out of health. I, like, knelt down, and then I pressed a button on my just controller, and he threw the lightsaber, and I killed Luke. But I was already dead. Are you for real? <laughs> yeah, he just he was just, like, kneeling there, and he threw the lightsaber. I know... There's this one thing that's, there's this invincibility glitch that you can get with heroes versus villains that I've seen that they're going to patch pretty soon. Oh, like you just, you just can't be dealt damage? You can't be dealt damage at all. What? That's crazy. I know. I see all these people getting these crazy glitches and I'm like, wow, our game's pretty, pretty even. Yeah. Without glitches. That's probably mostly for the computer where they have those. Yeah, probably. But also for um, Jabba's Palace, I've been using a hand with, um, like, on extraction. I've just, just to kind of just talk about this hand really fast, I have in the middle, scan pulse. 
I have the CA-87 in as my gun, and then I have a um, explosive. Uh, then I have a impact grenade and a thermal detonator. Oh, that's a, that's a nice hand. Yeah, because I could just scan around the corners with scan pulse and then just get ready. Which is your favorite map for heroes versus villains? Um, I'm a fan of the new the Sora Sub Refinery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of that. I love that because you can just. You can. It's a huge map, and it's way too big for heroes versus villains. But hey, it's great. I love it. Yeah, I really, I really like the uh, direction they took with the DLC maps and game modes because I really like that close range kind of play style where it's super fast. You get it undone, and you're good. Uh, what do you think about the update to where it's you have to win three rounds instead of five? No, I'm totally not a fan of that because like sometimes you'll have a really fast round. Like, if one person's AFK, they can just, like, kill them, and then the other heroes, they can kill fairly fast in three rounds. I like the five rounds, because I could have a nice long round. Yeah. But, yeah. I've, I've seen a lot of uh, tension between those two views. I like where it's a quicker map, because a lot of the time, I won't be able to play the long map, and I'll have to quit, and I don't get my credits. That's one, oh, of the, um, that's one of the downsides of having five rounds. But eventually, if you have the time, it is really fun to just go on five rounds of Heroes versus Villains. Yeah, but um, another, but what I really also don't like about it is like when you try to access like the DLC and you have to press like Square to select Heroes versus Villains, oh, yeah. it won't necessarily give you a new round. And I've just joined; it's been like three and zero before, and I know it ends like right there. Yeah, they. I think they need to fix the user interface in yeah. that section because it's really disconnects. I'm not playing the 40 player game modes at all now since I go in, since I have to choose to pick out a rim. Uh huh. That's kind of a downside because I really like those 40 player game modes. I just want to get my money's worth out of the outer rim. So if they merge those two together, I'd be really happy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I totally see what you're saying, but like it's 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 cool, but mm, I'm just overall I'm not a huge fan of the Outer Rim DLC just as a whole. I wish they would allow you to pick your own maps because that's the thing I really like to do when I uh, in the other side of the UI. Oh uh, yeah, but um, what are your thoughts on the new DLC that's coming out, the uh, Bespin? I'm really excited because I really like the city landscape because I, I want a city map. It'd be so yeah. cool to put mm-hmm. some kind of a... They could do an awesome story mode if they had that cityscape. Even if it's just an online story mode, that's a perfect opportunity for that. Mm, yeah, because I remember in like the new newsletter it said like, um, like we'll have more uh, adventures for people who are playing Battlefront offline. Yeah, I'm looking forward to how they do that. I'm hoping it's not just all the game modes are offline, but they add do, do something special to add uh, value in that. Yeah, I thought would definitely be pretty cool. And I really like the idea of having a AT-AT in Bespin. That's going to look so cool. Yeah, they Yeah, but I'm actually thinking like how much space are they going to have to put in AT-ATs? The Bespin is pretty big. I know the whole yeah. whole thing is very, very big. It's just the whole thing's 
inside or up top there's cityscape yeah but like outside it seems like if there's if there's too much city it won't really have that much space to move around yeah i hope they just don't do inside where they have like a big room where you have a walker or salt because i want to see look up and see big buildings and maybe even go inside the buildings Oh, mm-hmm. maybe get to the top and uh jump pack down and do some damage that'd be pretty cool yeah definitely i would i would love to see that and with with the number of bounty hunters they're bringing into the game they are it's looking like they're going to have some kind of bounty hunter game mode yeah yeah you were talking about that last time that i honestly think that would be pretty cool now what what heroes would you want to see in like the death star DLC? um maybe like a grand moff charkin maybe but like i don't think he would have very good abilities but yeah. i don't yeah i don't even know like if they're gonna keep attaching like characters to the same dlc that they're doing because of like dangar and the new update yeah i they have to have chewbacca I, they have to do that or else it's not gonna be a star wars game almost every star wars game has had some kind of wookie yeah, that, that's true, and it's kind of like um, like Chewbacca. He doesn't really um, like they're running out of options to put him in. Yeah, because the Death Star is the only place that he would fit in. He would have fit in perfectly on Bespin, but then we wouldn't have Lando. And I'm really looking forward to how they integrate Lando into this. Yeah, it seems like mm, I'm kind of uh, I kind of don't like that they only have two lightsaber characters. Yeah, but. I'm fine with that, though. There's this rumor going around that they're going to bring Emperor Palpatine's lightsaber. And what? Give him that. Yeah. And not have his main ability be the lightning? Yes. That would be interesting. Yeah. I, is there... Does, do they show his lightsaber in the original trilogy? Um, I don't think so. That's where they. That's where they would get into some problems because of the canon thing that they're going for after. Yeah. They would just, like, people would say he never had a lightsaber in the original trilogy. Yeah, and then they'd be going back to the prequels. Would you Would you rather have a Force Awakens DLC, or would you rather have them wait till the trilogy's done and then have a whole Force Awakens battlefront? Mm, I think just have a, a, a whole new game for it. Yeah, that's, well, that's what I'm thinking they're going to have to do, because... They have missed their chance to get the uh, Force Awakens in here. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I am almost certain that the 2017 DLC is going to be Rogue One. Yeah, I, I have to agree because it just totally fits in with the rest. Yeah, and it's in that tam- same time period. It, it would definitely be cool. Yeah, you- I I totally think that would be cool, but eh, it's... I'm I'm kind of done with the original trilogy. The, the problem with the ori- original trilogy, and just sticking with that, is they have so many few characters on the villain side that aren't bounty hunters. Yeah, they just they only have like two main evil characters. And then, what would be cool is if they have some overpowered stormtrooper kind of thing, kind of like Captain Phasma, but in the uh, prequels or the original trilogy era. Oh, yeah, that that would be kind of cool to just go around as like a really good stormtrooper. Um, what yeah. kind of what kind of battlefront player are you? Um, I'm more of like a I'm kind of a guy who will just like rush in and try to get as many kills as I can before I die. 
Okay, so do you go after the objective or just for kills? Um, de- like on depending on the game, like on cargo, I'll go for the objective. But like for like other games, like such as like um, supremacy, I won't really go after the objectives. <laughs> the going for the objectives on supremacy, in particular, is just damaging to your kill to death ratio. Yeah, because you just have to like try to get there and try to secure it while people are shooting you from all around. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the back to bomb? Eh, I think the cooldown, it's 40 seconds, mm, too much. It actually has a glitch that if you stand in the middle of it, it gives you a 30 HP boost. Oh. From your 100. That's cool. Yeah, I, I was playing Battlefront, like, I think it was yesterday or the day before, and it oh it scared me so bad. I I was walking around and someone I heard the sound go like whoa whoa what's that? And then oh. Sam's like it's the back to bomb. I was like man that is crazy. But like is it is is it that like I don't know like it's pretty much not as good as the adrenaline stim because it also heals players. And I don't know how interested I am of taking up a star card spot to heal other people. It, I think... Oh, what, go ahead, Sam. It also heals your enemies, I think. It does? I think that's a bug in it. Man, that is crap if it does, because you, you'd have to use that very sparingly in tough situations, yeah. especially because they're going to be enemies near you. And it heals you full health when you're in the radius. Mm, yeah, I could, I could really like care less about healing my partners i think it's a good it's a good star card for beginners where they're just learning the game and they can support and uh be a part yeah, of the objective like, oh so it would almost be so it would almost be like good in um like cargo if the person in front of you is running you could toss it in front of them and they'd get health if they're being shot nice. at but like other times i if like it's for me i'll just if it's the time i need to heal i'll just have the adrenaline stim and just use that for myself yeah, it and it doesn't work. I don't think it would be very effective in big open maps. It works really good with the outer rim because they're enclosed areas. They've got a bunch of corridors. Yeah, so then you're if like if you drop it and you're almost dead and your opponent kills you right before you get the health boot buff, they can just walk over there and just collect it and get all the health. So, what what would you want out of a free DLC update? Well, um, I have the um, I have the season pass, so I really um, I I don't really care about what would be like in a free, but maybe just um, eventually try to get the um, the new heroes out there for free eventually, just to try to release it to everyone. Like maybe early 2017, they get some heroes that the season pass holders did, or just people who bought it. Yeah, I think that would be a cool area where they just get a brand new hero for free. That would be a cool usage, especially maybe they have like a free character for the Rogue One release. Um, they always do something special with the release of a movie. Yeah, and um, it was kind of funny on um, May the 4th. I logged on and I got uh, the 4,444 credits, but that really doesn't do anything because that's not a lot of credits at all. Yeah, we used all of our credits uh, that we got in the May the 4th for recharges. So that's, oh, that's uh-huh. good for those free c- credits that you get for logging in. Those are very useful for 
if you're running out of uh, charges, you can just buy those with the free ones and you don't have to worry about anything else. Yeah, because I, I, I have like 1,000, um, no, I have like 100,000 credits. Oh my so that really didn't make a big difference for me. <laughs> We're sticking around the 10,000 mark still. Yeah, because I barely ever spend mine and I already have like, like I have 110 explosive shots. Whoa. What rank are you? Uh, 60. Okay. Did you get the weak way? Yeah, but I don't use it because it looks really bad. I think it looks pretty cool. Mm, yeah, I would have liked to see a level 60 Stormtrooper, though. I would, too. I'd rather have something for the Stormtrooper side than the heroes of the Rebel side. Yeah, because there isn't really much for, like, it's just more aliens. Yeah. I think there's, like, seven or eight heroes or different uh, customizations on the Rebel side. Oh, uh-huh. And then there's only one or two, actually, on the uh, Stormtrooper side. Yeah, because they're, most of the Stormtroopers are just human. Yeah. I th- it'd be really cool because I know in certain games and other, other stuff like that and uh, the animations, they've got different color Stormtrooper outfits. Oh, that would be interesting. But, like, again, they would come up with a problem with people like who absolutely are like total Star Wars canon people saying like, oh, Stormtroopers didn't wear those colors and stuff. Yeah. And they just have to please the fans, which they aren't doing a very good job at right now. Yeah, they're having very difficulties sticking to that canon and doing that at the same time because a bunch of people are disappointed at the Force Awakens DLC isn't coming and a bunch of people are disappointed that there aren't these other customizations that they want or weapons that they think should add. And then the story mode. There isn't a story yeah. mode. But like I, I probably wouldn't play the story mode because I'd rather I'd rather play multiplayer. But like it's if it's like a like a four hour story mode, I might play it. Like a just little short story mode that came out, like maybe one comes out like each update or something. That would be kinda cool. With that story mode, that's what how long that they would probably have it. And that'd be a good way to get new players that they wouldn't get in because a lot of people that are playing it right now are the shooter fans. They aren't really getting the story mode fans. If they put the story mode in there, they would have a good opportunity to push a little notification where they could go online and battle even more, get some more players. Yeah, I think. And they could just like advertise like has a story mode, even if it's really short, people would still like get it because it has a story mode. Yeah, I know like the Call of Duty's if they didn't have a story mode, everyone freaked out, and Battlefront didn't have a story mode, so everyone freaked out. But on the PS3 and the the uh, Xbox 360, those Call of Duty games didn't have story modes on there, and people still bought them for the same price as the PS4 ones. Weird. Yeah. It's a dilemma that they have themselves in, so I don't know how they're going to do it in the future, but... Going back to heroes versus villains, isn't it that there's only three heroes and three villains each round? Well, that's for if you don't have DLC. If you do have the DLC, it's 4v4. Yeah, I I hope that they add 4v4 across the thing once I get more uh, people having the season pass or buying the DLC. Because it'd be so awesome eventually having 8v8. Nobody's the stormtrooper at all. Wow. 
but what but what I do what I do not like at all is when I try to play the four v four, which I don't like the three v three. I like the four v four, and yeah. when I and when I play that, after it ends, it switches to another um, out uh, switches to another outer rim kind of game, and not necessarily going to do heroes versus villains again. And there's no way to just stay on four v four heroes versus villains. Yeah, that is a thing that is. It's a problem because I really like the extraction and that is a pretty cool thing. I liked how before you could go into your game mode and just stay in that game mode and alternate maps, but yeah. But then if you there's, do that, there still is a way to do that, but just not with the new outer yeah, rim with, stuff. Not with the outer rim stuff. It is. It's just weird because sometimes if they do that, people will play the game so much that they crap on it later because they get bored of it. Say it's yeah. repetitive, and then if this way you have at least a change of scenery each time. Yeah, good, good point. So you can just, but like, I don't want to like after I play, I don't want to play cargo at Jabba's palace. I want to keep playing heroes versus villains, De- yep. not mattering on the map. But I just want to play. A game mode that I haven't noticed that much in the rotation is Droid Run. Actually, we were playing for like three hours the other day, and we only got Droid Run once. Yeah, I, it seems like that's not as common in the rotations, because like I've only I've had I've had it since it was released, and I've only played Droid Run twice in the playlist. And Droid Run's still a pretty good way to level up, and uh, getting the back to bomb that's the perfect way to get the back to bomb because the objective score just is crazy on uh, Droid Run. Oh, uh huh. From capturing the droids. Yeah, fifty for fifty for capturing it, hundred, or is it two fifty for? activating it 100 for getting it fully activated so that's oh, three, that's 350 yeah. right there but like i worked really really hard to get um the berserker trait and it turns out mm, not not great yeah we have we still haven't got the berserker trait we've um we've had trouble because we've been getting in shorter game modes active getting to trait three multiple times in the same game mode Oh yeah, I just camped on um, I just camped on extraction, right next to the um, extraction like, like car thing that it and I just camped near there, like upstairs, and I just just took out people who got even close to me because I had um, the DL forty four. What do you think about the DL forty four? I haven't played it since they nerfed it so much, and I haven't seen a bunch of other people playing it either. It's still it's still two shots at a fairly close range, so I think it's I think it's fine. I'll use it on like like Jabba's garage. I'll use it in the beginning because it's like close quarters, but not close quarters enough to use the CA eighty seven. Yeah, that that's a good use for that weapon. That when I first when we first got the Outer Rim DLC, I saw a lot of people using the DL forty four. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely good for some of the bigger maps, but I um a few days ago it was really funny because I was playing extraction and I got the hero token and it gave me Greedo. So I went outside with Greedo where the extraction thing was, like hid in um hidden like a sand barge, and I was just wailing on people just with my gun, just two shotting them all with Greedo. What's your what's your favorite thing about playing Greedo? Just because um he hits like a truck. His weapon one-shots um, on normal infantry at the head. Yeah. And also, his precision shot, I don't really like it because it comes out so slow. 
you can get really easily punished by doing it. Like some guy with the explosive shot can shoot you for a couple seconds and then he dies, but you took like 20 damage with it. And yeah. and it's it's always kind of weird when you use his precision shot. Like like right when it gets to the full bar, you like spin around in a circle before you shoot. It's weird. Yeah. Like like he spins and then shoots him. In so my opinion, you kind of get disoriented. In my opinion, he's the best for hero hunt. Yeah, him on the dark side or Nyan on the light side. Yeah, Greedo's really good against Dar- uh, Luke Skywalker, especially. I was uh, surprised by that. It was crazy. Sam went on full health. And the Greedo had like 75 health and Sam still lost. Wow. Well, I honestly think the key to killing Greedo with Luke is just blocking. Just like barely just like block, 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 stop blocking. Wait for it to recharge. Maybe like use a push and a um, use like a push and a dash, and then just keep blocking. Yeah, you definitely have to change up your play style against Greedo because he's so fast and he stuns you, especially with the precision shot against Luke. He are, he's already yeah. pretty slow when he's shot. He freezes completely. There's another five seconds that he's gone. So yeah, he can like as you're frozen, he can just keep shooting you and deal, dealing with quite a lot of damage. These characters, they have a really cool design. I like what they did. I was not expecting it at all. And what I'm thinking, since I've seen this, that they're going to do something like that with Lando, where he has a charge-up ability. I was saying this in a previous mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, um, and almost like a lucky shot. Yes, or where he has he has random star cards. I think that would be really cool, because he is a gambler. He lost the Millennium Falcon because of gambling. Yeah, that would be that would be pretty cool. Like he would get one of the star card like buffs. Yes, he could have a like a pool where you design it maybe, or that that would probably be too hard to implement. But have a certain three that you can get, and then the middle star card is a random one of those each time you kill. Yeah, that would be cool. But then how many like, what would that be? Only like cooling cell, explosive shot, and maybe scan poles. Yeah, scan pulse would work too. Yeah, what well, I know a while ago there was a rumor that there are going to be two heroes in this in the Bespin DLC, mm. and a bunch of people were speculating Lobot. What? what? Lobot, the, the computer guy, the computer guy that runs Cloud City. What is he going to do? I have no idea. People were speculating like he could control the surroundings, which would be pretty cool, but. People that would be would, almost like too hard to do. Almost like, yeah. Like you'd have to be trying to like fight while trying to. It would just be too hard. And plus, people would freak out that they have this guy that doesn't have any special abilities, and he's barely in the movies, and they don't have Chewbacca yet. Yeah, but then you can also argue that they put in Dangar, who I, I watched uh, episode five again and saw the, like the four seconds he was in the movie for. Yeah, and he's not even associated at all with Bespin. Yeah, you don't. The, the only person in that who was associated with Bespin was Boba Fett. Yeah, and they've already got him. Yeah. So, what I was thinking would be a cooler idea would be IG88. Oh, that, that yeah, that would be kind of cool, like the first playable droid. Yeah, it'd be. <laughs> What would be hilarious if they had some kind of mini game is to be R2-D2 and C-3PO working in the background trying to get everything running while the guys are fighting up. Mm, 
Yeah, but like, what do you what do you think of like? Do you think this is eventually going to get into like mini games and stuff, or do you think it's kind of going to stay how it's already kind of going to? Do you think they're really going to divert that much into other kind of things? Oh, I know. I'll know this will never happen. There'll probably be some kind of offshoot, maybe in like a Lego game. But it'd be pretty cool mm. to have that. I'm I'm excited if they're going to do the uh, prequel series in a Battlefront game. Oh, that would be like like a Battlefront like two and do movies one, two, and three, and have the main hero be Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, with the uh, prequel series, they have so many villains and heroes because they've got all of those Jedi's to use. That would be... yeah, that would definitely open up the the different the different heroes and villains you could use. How awesome would it be to be General Grievous on this? crazy cool like almost real life graphical engine that they have he would look mm. so cool yeah and have like one of his abilities be like the lightsaber whirl thing it's the star wars world is just so huge that they have so much stuff that they do that people they can't decide what to put in yeah and what do you think after they're done with these four dlcs are there going to be more, or do you think they're just kind of, or more kind of a, start working on a Battlefront 2? So, I think they're going to do some more free DLC, and maybe do another DLC pack that's that you have to buy, and then, while they're doing all of that, they're working on a Battlefront 2, because Battle, the new Battlefield game, DICE works on Battlefront, so they're going to have to divert resources to each of these projects so i'm thinking one year we're gonna have battlefront one year we're gonna have battlefield just keep on doing like that mm, that yeah yeah but like eh, i'm honestly like i'm i don't i don't really know like if i'm really on board with the whole battlefront 2 thing i honestly i'm saying like you can't just do it and it's just like it's just i'm kind of like why can't you just do it in one game but I get, I get where they're coming from. Yeah, and um, EA's got the license for 10 years, so we're definitely going to be seeing some more Star Wars. I know there's already six other games being worked on that are Star Wars. So, Like like interesting games or like iPhone games? Um, I think they're like interesting games. Open world. I know there's an open world Star Wars game being worked on. and a, uh, uh-huh. Some like third person story mode. So maybe they're going to do the story in these other Star Wars games and keep Battlefront an online experience. I wanted to ask your thoughts on when you're, um, when you're just like a stormtrooper or a rebel, do you use third or first person? I, I usually stay in third person, but if sometimes I have to switch to first person to do some certain things like sniping. Our Interesting. Little brother, our little brother Stone. He stays pretty much all in first person, and Sam's all third person. Yeah, I always do first person, unless I'm a hero that forces me to do third person. But Does that switch yeah, to I'm, third person uh, mess with your aim or anything? Um, not really, because it kind of, it pretty much, like, stays the same, just moves the crosshairs over the guy. So, um, it like, doesn't really mess up my aim that much, because... Like, when I'm playing heroes versus villains, I become a, like, hero guard a lot, like, a uh, royal somebody. Oh, yeah, and, I like those guys. like, a shock trooper. And then you can just, like, I've, I've played as them so much, and I play as the trooper so much, I can kind of just switch between them. 
Yeah, that's how I feel about that. I just, I just had an awesome idea. A upgrade that they could have on the stormtrooper side would be the red, the red troopers from Emperor's, Emperor Palpatine. The guys that follow him the, around. The royal guards. Yes, the uh, hooded guys. So the, so, so the royal guards that you see, like, like they're all in red and they have the masks and stuff. Yes. Those guys would be cool, but they actually, I, I know kind of, I know kind of a lot about them. And they don't have any weapons except except for the electropipe. Yeah. That they hold. And I don't, I, I don't really think those would stand up against a lightsaber. <laughs> I don't think so at all. Especially from what we see in the prequels, those little droid guys with the uh, electric sword, the electric uh, staffs. Oh yeah. They don't last at all. No, not yeah. They can just like it's well. The droids don't really know what they're doing with them either. Yeah, they just spin them around randomly. Yeah, and like even though like the like the whole grievous twirl thing, I really don't think is that effective either. Like you can't really kill anybody with that. Yeah, es- especially when you can just poke your lightsaber in there and stop it completely, like uh, Obi Wan did. Yeah, and, but yeah, I. I think that kind of covers it all. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to be featured on this podcast, leave a review or tweet at us at tie-dye-sheep-yt or leave a comment on YouTube or email us at battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. If you feel you would give a good perspective on the podcast, email us. We now have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast. May the force be with you. Always. Always.